This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, bringing you another message from God's Word, and we're looking at this study on the uh, blood redemption in the Old Testament, and we come there now to the time where the Lord told Moses, go over there and tell a Pharaoh. Go over there and tell Pharaoh, let my people go. Let my people go. It's time for deliverance. It had been 430 years that it had been prophesied that they would let them, that they would leave Egypt. And uh, it's a beautiful picture of how the Lord saves a sinner. We saw that a little bit in our last study, how that rebellion has to be broken, how that those things, we saw where there are 10 plagues there. Old Pharaoh, you know, you had he, the Lord had to rub old Pharaoh's nose in it, didn't he? He had to just do break the power of Pharaoh. And that's what happens when a sinner. This is only a picture of how the Lord saves a sinner, breaking that thing, breaking that power. I don't know what's in your heart that's keeping you from coming to know the Lord, my friend. But believer, you who hear me and tell me you know the Lord, I believe you can look back and see what it was that the Lord had to break in your life. Maybe it was a love of money. Maybe it was a love of, uh, of, of sin. Maybe it was a hatred for someone that you had had a, a grudge against all your life or just rebellion or jealousy or all of those things. It had to be broken. It has to be broken. God's child, God's child don't have all those things, my friend. Surely it rises up, but the Lord breaks it, break it, right, back, break it right back down. And uh, we're looking at, looking at this study, coming there to that 14th day. The Lord had given them instruction to catch up a lamb without spot and without blemish, hold it for till uh, 10 days, I believe it was, or so many days. But now it was the 14th day, and it had arrived. Oh, listen, listen. Uh, the Lord had showed Moses the way out, and by blood redemption and by power. Salvation is not just believing the word, my friend. No, no. It's also by power. When Moses first came to them and told them about deliverance. They believed, but they were still in Egypt. They hadn't been delivered. Now comes the power. The 14th day had arrived. It was the month of April. The lamb had been waiting since the 10th day of the month, and it was the evening time now. There was a holy hush. It settled upon the land of Goshen. Oh, my friend, don't, don't, you, don't, you, don't you appreciate the quiet time? When, when the Lord is moving in your midst, in our midst, and you get a quiet time. I, I see so much irreverence now in places where, where there's no reverence. In funerals now, and I've, I've gone to, I've got to where I quit going to those things. They call it wake at night before, they, before a funeral. It's like a homecoming or like a, a family reunion. The noise gets so loud. Poor old soul coffin laying up there in the front with a dead person in it. Has no reverence for that man. Maybe you don't think about those things, but I do. I think we need to reverence the dead, my friend. Get quiet. Here was now. This evening time had come on that 14th day, and there come a holy hush there in the land of Goshen. They were all under judgment. They were facing judgment. They were facing death of the firstborn in every home. For the Lord had said, I will pass through the land of Egypt this night. I will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all of God's, all of the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Exodus 12. Go there and read that 12th chapter of Exodus before our next study. And we'll get to that. But my friend, I believe we ought to be reverent. 
I do. I think there was, it probably was a reverence there in the land of Goshen that night. It was a solemn time. It was a solemn time. They knew. They knew what was coming. Moses had told them that every firstborn of every home was going to be killed that night. Firstborn of the cattle and the sheep and the goats and the chickens and the, and the camels and everything that they had was going to be killed. And they had obeyed the Lord, and they had caught up the lamb, and they had brought it to that. That day came, and they caught it up and, and killed it and brought, it, brought the blood in a basin. Now, now listen. He says, what an hour. What an hour they face. Awaken, sinner. I asked you, uh, and I tell you, do you realize you're facing the judgment of God? I often speak of the judgment here in my messages. I believe the thrust of my ministry here is to warn sinners to flee. Warn sinners to flee. To put up the, to put up the red light of warning, my friend. Do you, do you hear anybody warning folks uh, to be ready to, to not go to hell? to turn to the Lord, else go to hell for their trouble. Oh, my friend, listen. I know, I know, I realize that folks uh, criticize the old trailblazer. I realize that folks make fun of me. I know that because I'm not equipped to preach the gospel and to bring God's message like maybe I should. But I know how to warn you. The Bible says flee from the wrath to come. My friend, wrath is coming upon this land and it's it's closer day by day by day just like the lord told Moses, told noah to build that ark did you know he built on the ark for 120 years and built on the ark day by day i don't have any idea how they built the ark i don't know where they got the lumber the wood whatever they built it i don't know none of those things we don't need to know that all i know is what the scripture says he built on the ark and preached 120 years and i told this little story uh, a little something the lord uh, brought to my heart all of those years the people around there they was land was occupied people around there thought of noah as an old fool said look at that old fool out there building a boat on a dry land there ain't never been no water no rain nothing here they never had seen rain never had rain and he was out there in the dry prairie somewhere building that boat the lord had told him how long to build it and how tall to build it and how wide to build it and put a door on the side and there he was building on it time after time and i, I just imagine that there's a young boy there in that neighborhood come down there every day a little old toe-headed boy barefooted with his overhauls on and mr noah would tell him what he was doing and uh, he'd go back home and he'd tell his daddy he said daddy you know mr noah is building that boat because he said it's going to rain one day and everything's going to be destroyed. He said, oh, boy, stay away from down there. That old fool don't know what's going on. He don't know a thing in the world about this. He's just, he just telling you that stuff, and they just just leave that old fool alone. But the old boy, little old boy, kept going back down there all the time. And so years later, years later, we know that the Lord shut the door. All the animals had come in under their own volition. Moses didn't know it, didn't have to go out there and round them up. No, they all came in there. The Lord moved them. Big ones, little ones, of every species, of every male and female. And uh, they all came in the ark. You say, well, how in the world? I don't know. I don't know. 
The Lord did it. The Lord, I don't know why the Lord, I don't know how the Lord saves a sinner. Do you? Do you know why? Do you know how the Lord saves a sinner? All I know is he washes in the blood. But here he was, and it says the Lord shut the door. And I don't know how long it stayed shut like that before the rain come. That's not, not, that's not important. That's not my business. But I know one day it went to raining. Never had it rained before. The scripture says the fountains of the deep broke up. And here's this little old, little old boy down there sitting on his porch with his daddy. And he said, look, daddy, it's raining. It's water coming down from the sky. And they didn't think too much. He didn't think too much about it. And after a while, it came up higher, got up in the yard, and got up on the porch, and they went inside and went upstairs, and finally had to go on the roof. And the little boy said, Daddy, I told you. I told you what Mr. Noah said. It's gonna." He said, Shut up, boy. That's all going to pass over. But it didn't. It didn't. Ever living soul, ever living soul went down. Dr- drowned, drowned in the deep. There were masses of folks there, masses of folks inhabited the land there. But my friend uh, Noah and his three sons and their three wives and his wife, Noah's wife, were all that were saved. Did you know the Lord is sovereign, my friend? He does what he wants to do. He does. That's what sovereignty means. He does what he chooses to do. And it don't, man, no man can say yea nor nay. And the water rose, and the boat drifted up off the ground. And uh, it rained and rained and rained. Forty days, I believe it said. I'm not sure. But it rained a long time. And then it rained, and then the water stayed up a long time before the boat ever came back down to the ground. And, and, and Noah sent out the dove out of the, out of the window out of the top. And one day he came back with an olive branch in his mouth. And, and Noah knew that the water had receded. Oh, but my friend, I'm just telling you that to tell you this. Judgment's coming. Judgment's coming. There's a great day coming, but there's a sad day coming, my friend, when when we shall be parted right and left. And then after that, the judgment. The judgment. So many of our friends think that death ends it all, like a dog on the side of the interstate. No, no, it doesn't. No, the Bible says... After death, the judgment. It is a point under man wants to die. And after that, the judgment. Judgment's coming, my friend, when you stand before the great white throne, judgment, and give an account unto the Lord. Right now, there's mercy. Right now, there's mercy. Today, tonight, there's mercy being held out. The scepter of grace is being held out to you, my friend, you who are in rebellion against God, you who won't have the gospel. Rebellion is, is oh, my friend, is cruel. But listen, re- hope is hope eternal. The old trailblazer never ends a message without bringing you the fact that there is hope in Christ. In yourself, no. In the Pope, no. In, in the Lord, in the Lord Jesus Christ, by taking your place as a sinner, fleeing for mercy, Fleeing, fleeing for mercy. And I like to sometimes imagine that there was a lot of those folks tried to get in that ark, climbing the walls, trying to get up, but no, they went down, my friend. I, I don't like to speak about the judgment day, but it's there. The Lord speaks of it. There's a lot more in the Bible about hell in there is heaven. Did you know that? One day you'll know all of those things, my friend. But the old trailblazer is going to be true to your soul, even if it takes a hide off. 
And may the Lord, may the Lord touch your heart. May the Lord strike deep into your soul with the light of the gospel. May, may you come to see yourself in need, my friend. Are you in need? Oh, you're self-sufficient. You got everything you need. You need salvation, my friend. You need the blood of Christ to be spread over you so that you can look up and say, Thank you, Lord, for saving this old sinner. You'll never be the same, my friend. You, you're not coming back. The old man's not coming back. I know that the Lord has to keep sin broken, pride broken, all those things, but the Lord has a way of doing that. First of all, he gives you a new heart that longs after the Lord, that longs after uh, the grace of God. Oh, and the Apostle Paul said, uh, my grace is sufficient. That's what the Lord, my, it's his grace, it's the Lord's grace, it's sufficient. It's sufficient for everyone, my friend, and there's enough blood, just enough blood to save every sinner that'll come to Christ. The Bible says, uh, you have not because you ask not. Have you ever asked the Lord to save you, sinner? You, you call me and write me oftentimes, but have you ever just stood before the mirror and said, Lord, would you save me? Look at me, Lord, I'm lost. Would you save me? And old trailblazer said you'd save me if I asked you. Lord, have thine own way in my heart. I wish I could sit down by your side and drink a cup of coffee with you this morning, tonight. But I can't remember my mailing address, the old trailblazer coming to a close. The old trailblazer, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my website, org. And let me call you to attention. My phone number here, area code 225-664-8658. You call me. If I miss you, I'll call you back. Leave your number and I'll call you back. Until next time, God bless you.